Holy Spirit, rain upon us today. Oh, help us to jump in the river of anointing that's flowing through this place this morning. Oh, church, God is so present here today. Oh, get into that river. It's flowing up and down these aisles. His presence. He wants to visit every heart. Oh, Father, we thank you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, into this place this morning. We welcome you. We welcome you. We open up our hearts and lives to you, Holy Spirit. We pray have your way, O Lord, in our hearts and in our lives. You are a glorious, glorious comforter, teacher, guide, and friend. You stick closer than a brother. You are the very life and joy and peace of who we are, O God. Oh, Holy Spirit, we pray you move through these aisles today. We pray for a mighty movement of God as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday. This is no regular Sunday, oh Lord. This is Pentecost Sunday, the day that you filled your people with your Spirit, the promised Holy Spirit. We pray for fresh anointing in this place today, O Lord. Fresh fire, O God. We pray for the fire of the Holy Ghost to fall upon us today, O Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, come, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, Lord, we wait upon you, O God. We wait upon you, O Lord. We... We humble ourselves before you when we cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven and earth together declare your glory, O God. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you, O Lord, that comes in your name. Oh, we worship you. We bow at your feet today, O Lord. Hallelujah. Let's pray in the Spirit, church. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit fall upon us this morning. Let the fire of the Spirit fall upon us. There is a river flowing through this place this morning. And I jump in. And I invite you to jump into that river of anointing today. Oh Lord, we welcome your presence. We welcome your presence, oh Lord. We welcome your presence. Oh hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When the fire falls, we are no longer the same. We are eternally forever changed. When the fire falls, sin has no place in our lives. When the fire falls, marriages are restored. People are released from drugs. When the fire falls, Lord, people receive vision and dreams. When the fire falls, Lord, it changes our hearts. And we become brand new in Christ, not remade, but brand new. When the fire falls, people are healed and delivered and made complete. When the fire falls, truth burns within your people. A consuming fire, O oh Lord. When the fire falls, O oh God. When the fire falls, O oh Lord. 
The drug addict is set free, O oh God. The church is renewed. We are witnesses. We are bold. We are courageous. We are victorious. We are more than conquerors when the fire falls. Oh, Father, let your fire fall in this place today upon every heart. Let tongues of fire rest upon us, O God, as we gather and wait on you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord says, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Self-condemnation. Self-criticism. Religiosity. Let it go. Let go of your ways. I've created you in my image. I have saved you. You are redeemed. You are filled with my spirit. Let those things go that are contrary to my grace. I've done it all. I've paid it all. I've given it all. Let it go. Those things that so easily entangle, that bring you down, that plague you. There is nothing that can separate me, separate you from my love. You are complete and made perfect in my image. As Jesus is in the world, so are you. Are you. Rest in me. Rest in my spirit. It's a finished work. Don't strive. Don't struggle. Rest. 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 Well, good morning, church. It's Pentecost Sunday. And I'm a Pentecostal. I'm so glad for Pentecost Sunday. I appreciate Pastor Aaron inviting me to bring a message today. And um, God gave me my message last Monday. How do you like that? When he comes back, when Pastor Aaron comes back, I'm going to tell him, guess what? I grew up a little bit. I've been living in this message all week. I've been living in that rich anointing that the Lord sent last Sunday in this place. And I just didn't want it to go away. Yesterday I was working on my yard and the two words that should never go together are weeds and pool. So I was in my yard working and cutting weeds and pulling weeds and and I was sweating and it was hot and and all of a sudden this rain cloud came over and it started dropping drops of rain upon me and uh 
I thought, boy, that's, there's a message there. Life gets rough, it gets dirty, it gets tough, but God sends fresh rain to refresh our souls. Well, let's see if I can get to my message. So today is the birthday of the church. That's what we, what it's called. When the Holy Spirit was given. And, uh, it's a celebration of the descent of the Holy Spirit upon His people. Seventh Sunday after Easter. And so, it's a special day. Remembering that God had made a promise to His people. And He delivered. Aren't you glad for that? Well, the title of my message is When Fire Falls. When the Fire Falls. I did a message that uh, a, a few years ago during revival service, and I was going to look for that message because I thought it was a good message, and, but I decided I'm going to do something new here, something fresh. So here we go. God help me. Fire in the Bible is represented in different ways. In the book of Exodus, uh, fire is represented as, as in, the fl- in the burning bush. God's presence was in the burning bush. In Exodus 13, it was a pillar of fire to guide them at night when the Israelites were, uh, when the uh, Hebrews were leaving Egypt. God's presence was a fire to guide them at night. In Leviticus chapter 6, it was fire, the fire, fire on the altar. The presence of God that must not go out. In Jeremiah 23, my word is like a fire. In 1 Kings chapter 18, if you have a, a pen and paper, you might want to write this down. First Kings chapter 18. Revisit the story of the prophet Elijah as he uh, challenged the prophets of Baal. And uh, the fire fell and it consumed the sacrifice. And this was the response of the people. The people responded and said, the Lord, he is God. When the fire falls, people realize who God is. They get a fresh revelation of who God really is when the fire falls. The people cried out, He is God. In the New Testament, fire is represented, or the Holy Spirit is represented by fire. And let me say that the Holy Spirit is not a thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. In fact, the Holy Spirit has emotion. The Holy Spirit experiences what we experience. He's a person. It always upsets me when people refer to the Holy Spirit as a thing. He is a person. And He feels. And we should not grieve Him. The Holy Spirit was present at creation when He said, let us, when He said, let us make man in Our likeness, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Son of God, and God the Father were present at creation. So I'm going to share with you a couple of verses this morning. In Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. On one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, talking about Jesus here. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my Father, promised, which you have heard me speak about. For 
John baptized you with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times nor the dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you, daughters of promise, but you, New Day Church, will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Did you catch that? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. Thank you, Sister Patty, for that encouragement. To We take the Holy Spirit with us to minister to other people. In, in all Judea and Samaria and in Pueblo, Colorado, and in London, England today, where people's hearts are broken and lives are suffering, and in France, Syria, the refugee camps, the list goes on, and to the ends of the earth. If you turn over to Acts chapter 2, we'll continue. And when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Can you imagine for just a moment, if we're here on a Sunday morning, and it's just a Sunday morning, you know, you're wearing your regular Sunday morning clothes, you had your regular Sunday morning breakfast, you walked into church at the regular Sunday time, you do that, and the worship is going, and it's, you know, it's worship, and all of a sudden, the place is filled with a mighty, mighty violet wind from heaven and filled the whole place where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Father, Anoint your messenger today for your glory and receive, help us to all receive from you today in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit is a person and the Holy Spirit is given to us by Jesus himself. Did you catch that? Jesus baptizes each of us in the Holy Spirit. When I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I was sleeping and I think I shared that with you. Uh, so it was quiet. Because I could be a little noisy. And God filled me with his Holy Spirit and I woke up speaking in tongues. Jesus visited my bedside that night. Think about the time when you were filled with the Holy Spirit. And guess, if you would like to be filled with the Holy Spirit, he's present. And he's ready to fill you today. The Holy Spirit is a promise, Joel 2.28. And afterward, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Wow, I could tell you some stories this morning if we had time of visions and dreams that the Lord gave me uh, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure you could share yours as well. Luke 11.13. If you then, though... You are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him? 
If you're in this place today and you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, catch that. To those who ask of Him. The Holy Spirit is a gift. John 20, 22. And He breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. That ought to make you shout because one day Jesus breathed on you. And one day Jesus breathed on me and said, Jesse, receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gift. Acts 22, uh, 38, 39. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children. What an inheritance to leave your children. And for all those who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. Aren't you glad that God called you? We are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 13, 14. And you were also included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in Him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. Jesse, are you going to heaven? Yes. I am going to heaven because I've been sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, guaranteeing my inheritance. How many of you would like to be an heir to one of these multi-billionaires in the world today? Well, God owns it all. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is a deposit. 2 Corinthians 5.5 Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose and has given us the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3.11 I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 9.17 Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. We are commanded by God, Ephesians 5.18, to be filled with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads and guides us, 2 Peter 1.21, For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And Luke 12, 11, 12 says, when you, were brought before, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at the time what you are to say. Man, I've experienced that many times. And I know you have. The Holy Spirit reveals God the Father to us and Jesus our Savior. He reveals the truth to us, 1 Corinthians 2.10 But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. And aren't you glad for that? Romans 8, 26, 27. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Thank you, Sister Patty, for that earlier. The Spirit 
is the spirit of truth, John 16, 13. But when, the, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And let me take a moment and say that the world has got all kinds of weird philosophies out there. There are some weird teachings that are taking place in the world today. But we can depend on the spirit of truth to keep us and to lead and guide us into all truth. I was at an event a few years ago, and we were sitting together, and there was a group of people, and some of them were into all kinds of different philosophies, and and the statement was made, how beautiful it is that we all believe in the same God. And I thought, no, you don't know him, but you should. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Oh, listen to that. Don't we need a comforter today? In the world that we live in. Second Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of all compassion. The God of all comfort. Who comforts us in our troubles. So that we can comfort those in any trouble. With the comfort, comfort we ourselves have received from God. We have a comforter. We have a counselor. 14, John fourteen twenty six. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said. He is the sanctifier, 2 Thessalonians 2.13. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers, loved by the Lord, because from the beginning God chose you to be saved. Through the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit and through belief in the truth. And check this out. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. That ought to make you stand up a little bit taller. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And lastly, and there's more, but I'm going to give this one as the last one. We bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. According to Galatians 5.22, check this out. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. Do you have joy in your heart today? The fruit of the Spirit is peace. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. I need some more of that fruit, Lord. The fruit of the Spirit is kindness and goodness. The fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. And gentleness and the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. See, church, when the fire falls, we will never be the same. Our lives will be forever changed. Forever changed. Forever changed. So, before we have communion, I would invite you to stand to your feet before we go to the Lord's table this morning. See, God is good. And God's intention for His church is to be blessed and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The only way we can know the Father is through the Son and the working of the Holy Spirit as He reveals Him to us. So I would invite you, before you go to communion this morning, 
to reflect on your relationship with the Holy Spirit, to reflect on His importance and His significance in, in your life and in mine. He's, see, the Holy Spirit is a daily companion. People may talk about you, lie about you. They may see things about you. They may mistreat you. They may be uh, doing injustice to you. The world can be hard place, but the Holy Spirit is always there to comfort us, to guide us, to teach us, and to help us to love other people. The Spirit is not just for us, church. The Spirit is so that we can touch other people, so that He can touch other people through us. See, let me tell you what they need in those ISIS camps, those training camps, those terrorist camps. They need the fire of God to fall. Can you imagine the fire falling in a, in a terrorist training camp? We need that fire every day, church. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Jesus, thank you that we will be in our Father's kingdom. We shall see you face to face. Lord, as we gather around the communion table today, remember the great sacrifice that you made for us. We cry out. We cry out. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed. Let's celebrate around the Lord's table, church.